Hi, I'm Angie Wisdom, and welcome to my podcast, Sharing Wisdom. I'm an author and a keynote speaker and a master certified coach. And for the past 25 years, I've sat across the table from fascinating people, helping them break through their obstacles to achieve success in their life and business. The one thing I've learned and believe to this day is that you are capable capable of change, capable of greatness, capable of anything you're willing to get serious about. And I want to help you get there. That's why I'm sharing all my wisdom and interviewing some of the most successful business leaders and athletes in the world so they can share their wisdom too. So get present and ready to learn. Welcome to Sharing Wisdom. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Sharing Wisdom. I'm your host, Angie, and I'm excited today for this timely, timely conversation with Joe Camberato. He is a CEO of National Business Capital. This guy has lended over $2 billion to thousands and thousands of businesses. And we're talking today about gosh, the economy, about lending, the perception of the market right now, so many great pieces. And what I love about him too is that he actually started this business right out of the spare bedroom of his house because of his passion for helping business owners. And here we are now 16 years later and he's crushing it and uh, serving business owners all over the place. So welcome, Joe. Super excited to have you, Joe. Welcome to the show. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Angie. Happy to be here. Yeah. It, like we said, um, we were talking earlier, it's such a timely um, time for this conversation right now. You and I were chatting a little bit about the market, you know, the, the economy and what perceives to be, you know, a recession in some places and business owners. So I can't wait to really dig in to two parts of your brain here. One, kind of the lending side for clients and understanding like, when do you reach out and get business funding and the nuts and bolts of that? Because I think that's a little unknown for a lot of people. But I also um, want to talk about this current environment. And you said it really neat. And we'll get into it when you said there's kind of two types of business owners out there right now. One that are taking advantage of these opportunities and the others that are scared and probably overindulging in news right now. So a lot of good pieces that we're going to bring to the listeners today. Absolutely. So, first question. And I'm, yeah. I'm, and I'm scared to jump into both sides of my brain, just by the way. <laughs> you are, don't worry, I'm really good at guiding people through this. So. <laughs> and we're going to talk about how you built your business from the spare bedroom of your house into this, you know, amazing, booming business where, you know, you've lent so much to so many business owners. So we're actually going to dig into like three pieces there. So, but I know most people want to talk about and want to hear about kind of your perception of of the economy and businesses in general. You have this unique position where people are coming to you for funding. So they're saying we need money and there's probably various reasons why. So let's start with that. When people come to you and they say, Joe, I need some money for my business. Why are they asking? Yeah, so, you know, I mean, we see thousands of applications, uh, you know, per month um, since I started out of my spare bedroom till now. We've funded uh, over $2 billion and we've done 27,000 transactions. And that number grows by the hundreds every single month and thousands every single year, um, which is crazy. And hundreds of millions every year on the funding side. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, right now, you know, we're talking about this. I think there's there's two types of business owners, one uh, that are um, scared and watch the news too much mm -hmm. and and are, are too wrapped up in like, in, in, in the media um, mm -hmm. and are just scared to take action. They run off of fear 
And this thing behind me, actually, it says fear less. Um, yeah. You know, so, you know, it, you can't let fear run your business. And then the other type of business owner is like, screw this. I've been through these cycles before. The more experienced entrepreneur, the the really the, the most talented entrepreneurs right now are recognizing that there's opportunity out there and they are taking action and getting after it. And what's really wild, because what what you see in the news is not what we experience on the ground level. And, you know, again, you know, we're like the, the news and recession has, I think, been more Wall Street on Main Street. We're not seeing the recession. People are working. Unemployment's still low. And the businesses that are coming to us are profitable. They're doing great, have excellent credit, great profit. Um, but just banks are so tight. Um, it's just so challenging. They don't want to deal with it. And that's why they come to us. So um, the number one request right now is people are um, borrowing money for, actually for expansion which mm. does not line up if you watch the news. It, it's, it's just right. completely different. Um, and, um, and, and it's really interesting. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of, if you are focused and, you know, you know the other thing too is like we, we, we see two businesses, two of the same industries. We fund a lot of construction, contracting, um, you know, builders, and then all other industries. We do every industry, we don't, we're industry agnostic. But, um, you know, uh, you know, from from the construction, you know, level, um, uh, you know, when when those folks are, uh, you know, coming to us, they've got opportunities, you know, um, you know, to uh, to build and to uh, to make things happen um, sure. and they need money to um, to go to go do that stuff. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of um, baby boomer businesses um, out there that are looking to retire and people mm -hmm. are looking to. Um, you know, to, to sell a lot of their kids don't want to take over the businesses, which is interesting. Mm. So there, there's a lot of really unique opportunities. So we're doing a lot of M and a, um, we are doing more business acquisitions than ever. And, um, and, you know, and, and, um, I'll go back to what I was saying before I got sidetracked, we'll see two businesses in the same town. Let's just say in the contracting you know, construction contractor, same mm -hmm. industry, One's doing really well. One isn't, you know, and one's just stayed focused through COVID. They didn't let COVID uh, run their lives. They didn't mm -hmm. run off of fear. They stayed focused. They stayed focused on the opportunity and they've managed better through this. And then they've managed their supply chains, their vendors, their relationships, their marketing, their team. You know, it's a lot of managing, um, but the best owners have managed well through this. And then we see mm -hmm. others who haven't that are in the same exact industry. So it's a very different recession than I've ever seen before, because usually when a recession happens or when I came out of 08, 09 recession, mm -hmm. um, you know, where it was the dot-com, you know, dot-com was all tech got crushed, yeah. you know, out of 08, 09, all construction and anything really tied to that was crushed. And, and, and a lot of luxury things, you know, kind of, uh, slowed down tremendously. Sure. Um, yeah. and it was kind of like across the board, but specific industries. In, yeah. in what we're experiencing now is one one guy in one industry is killing it and one isn't, and mm -hmm. and and really it just comes down to two different mindsets and how they've uh, managed through uh, all of this. 
I agree 100%. Um, you know, I see it with my clients and ones that are um, really thriving and what that takes. And a lot of it is that mindset, um, the belief, the abundance. And, and I always like to say when we have periods like this, it creates what I refer to as like a gap up opportunity because you've got these business owners that are maybe in the same industry with you or your competitors who, if they have that scarcity mindset, if they're fearful of the market, they kind of take their foot off the gas, which just kind of, you know, exasperates what is actually happening. And so if you can really put your foot on the gas and take advantage of it, you really create this much larger gap between you and your competition in opportunities like this. So I, I love that you're pointing that out and seeing that. Um, so right now, and I just want to make sure, and this may be a silly question, people are coming to you for funding for expansion and growth. So they're of the mindset of now is the time, let's keep growing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Fine. And, you know, and, and, and most of the deals that we fund are, you know, growth opportunities and they're all types of growth. You know, some are buying other businesses. Um, some mm -hmm. are, you know, there's, if, if you have a business tied to inventory, um, a lot of companies, a lot of suppliers, wholesalers overstock during COVID. So there's a lot of mm -hmm. inventory deals out there. So people will borrow money and take advantage of a bulk discount, you know, pricing. Um, gotcha. You know, uh, some are, some are opening up new locations. Some are, you know, looking to hire new employees. Some are um, mm -hmm. buying equipment, but they're they're all growth oriented, um, you know, oriented things. Yeah. Okay. So, question for you. I know you said you know you're not specific to one type of industry, and some people are crushing it, and some people are failing in certain industries, but. Do you see a trend in any particular industry right now where you're getting a lot of requests for whether it's the development or whether it's, you know, manufacturing, anything in particular that you see as far as more growth? Yeah, so it, 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 it's pretty, you know, it's pretty cr across the board. We, you know, we definitely see a lot. More, uh, we're seeing a lot of um construction, contracting, uh, like all the, all the like construction trades. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when you think about it, the, you know, we've underbuilt a lot of things in this country. So like housing, there's a shortage on, um, sure. there's um, a, a lot of, uh, you know, this whole new, uh, like the green uh, plan that was rolled out from the government. So there's a lot of opportunity for um, things that are converting to whether it's solar, um, or, or improvement to, uh, to be more energy efficient, um, mm -hmm. there, um, and then there's a lot of infrastructure, um, you know, that's being, you know, rebuilt right now. So, so, you know, we're seeing a lot of construction, a lot of opportunities there. I mean, it's pretty endless and I think it's going to be that way for, for a while. Um, you know, uh, we're seeing, we see a lot of e-commerce stuff, a lot of businesses, mm. And a lot of e-commerce businesses, you know, kind of exploded and 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 were invented over through COVID. Um, so we see a lot of that. And then, you know, what's really cool to see is we're starting to see more manufacturing businesses, and and um, and that that's starting to take a comeback in the U.S. And there's a lot of incentives around that in that industry now to bring it back to the U.S. So um, mm -hmm. so that that's really cool. And you know, because of technologies, three D printing. Um, and, and easier ways to manufacture things with robots and, and um, um, you know, computers and, and, sure. uh, and being able to just make things a lot easier. 
um, you're starting to see some of this stuff actually, you know, come 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 back here. So we've been financing a lot of the equipment and, and working capital and, and stuff like that. So that that's been really great to yeah. see. Yeah. Okay. So you all heard it here. It's across the industry. You know what what we perceived on the news and where the recession may be hitting um, isn't necessarily true. What's going on in the real marketplace and with businesses. So. With that being said, we do know in the market interest rates are higher right now. And when business owners are thinking about, should I be borrowing capital right now to get ahead? Obviously, there's that kind of risk reward and also ROI. And when you think about it, interest rates being so high, that's a big, big thing for business owners to consider if they're borrowing it. You know, rates that are so above average, I know that you are not the norm. So can you talk a little bit about that as far as two questions? One, do you differ and how do you differ from, you know, that traditional lending? And also, like, what should business owners take into consideration when they're trying to figure out, is this worth it for me, this rate that I have to pay versus what my potential growth is? Yeah, this is actually, it's a great question, Angie, and, and I'm glad you asked it because this conversation is probably, you know, I have, you know, uh, 75 people here and this conversation is probably happening, right? Probably right now. Yeah. That, uh-huh. that you know, interest rate talk, ROI, we're having this conversation every day with owners because listen, yeah. at the end of the day, you can't just run and borrow. You need to understand your opportunity, right? So mm-hmm. I, I'd love to just tell the world, just go and borrow money. Um, but it's got to make sense, and and that's and that's sure. reality. And we're 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 realistic and honest about that. And 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 sometimes the deals don't make sense. And if they don't make sense, you you, you shouldn't do them. Um, a lot of times we find though, um, I think when it comes to a lot of things, you know, um, in business and and especially when it comes to financing, capital, and interest, mm-hmm. there's a lot more emotion that goes into it than logic. And and a lot of just in general, us as humans, we make a lot of emotional decisions. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, when you're in business, you're moving fast and in life, everything's moving quickly. So you're a lot of times we're very quick to say yes or no on things without really like laying out the facts and, and, and doing the math and the homework. Um, sure. And um, and sometimes a little ego gets in the way of some of the best business owners because they say, hey, I'm not going to pay that. Well, right mm-hmm. now, interest rates are up. If you go to a bank right now, prime rates at eight percent, eight and a quarter percent as we make this video. So if you have a deal from a bank at prime plus three percent, your interest rate's eleven and a quarter percent. So, and I've seen deals like that from you know brand name banks uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If there is collateral like equipment, um, if there's a, equipment or B two B receivables which can be used as collateral. So if you're selling to mm-hmm. like a big B two B business um, or inventory, you know your rates will be in the high single digits right now. Okay. Um, even if you get a deal from a bank, you'll be high single digits and then low double digits. Um, and okay. then when you go to non-bank lending, you're around 10, 12 percent and, go, and it goes higher, mid-teens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people immediately go, mid-teens, that's crazy. A lot right. of sometimes we'll talk to people, they'll have a bank deal and they're like, yeah, I'm prime plus 3 percent. We're like, well, you're paying 11 and a quarter percent right now. Did yeah. you know that? And they're like, what, what, what do you mean? You know? And then we're like, well, check your statement. Uh, all this stuff gets auto debited now, so no one checks it. So, right. So what? So what you need to know is you need to know your numbers, and that is really important. And you've got to do your math, but you actually you have to understand the cycle of how things work in your business, and how to use money or financing as a tool to grow your business. Mm-hmm. 
A lot of times borrowing money, even at higher rates right now, if the opportunity makes sense, one, it's cheaper than equity. And mm -hmm. two, um, you know, by sometimes not doing a deal, even though like you, you get caught up the rates high, I'm not going to do it. That actually can cost you more money by not doing a deal. And what I mean by that is if you don't have the capital in your business and you, you uh, pass up an opportunity, well, if you have to pay 12% right now in interest, but you can make 30% on your opportunity, you still had a, uh, you know, an 18% uh, margin, right? Sure. Um, and, mm -hmm. and we, we deal with other companies that sometimes have 40, 50%, even hundred percent, you know, opportunities, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, in their returns. So if you do the math and back it out, um, you know, you, it, it just have to, you have to do the math and does the ROI make sense? So I say, don't get caught up in the cost of capital, get caught up in what your opportunity can do, then back out, you know, the cost of capital. And if your sure. net margin is still there and makes sense, then do the deal. Don't pass it up. And if you are fearful about the economy, then this is the time when you should be doing any and every deal you possibly can to stack as much profit as possible to drive in another customer. Because if you think we're going to go into recession, then now's the time to make as much money as possible. If mm -hmm. you don't think that we're going to go into recession, you don't care about it, then you got a deal, go take advantage of it and, and, and make more money. So, I look at things a lot differently and that's not just me. Some of the best and smartest entrepreneurs that this is how they think and they don't, they don't get caught up in, in what all the noise that's out there. They mm -hmm. get caught up mm -hmm. in, you know, what's going on in my business right now. What makes sense for me? I don't care what the guy down the block is doing or not doing. I care what makes sense for my business. And uh, they walk away from bad deals and they jump at good deals and they don't care about the cost because if their opportunity outweighs it. Um, yeah. I, another important thing that I wanna share is sometimes people don't understand the way financing works. Most people are great owners in their business and whatever their business is, their trade is, their craft, mm -hmm. and they don't get financing and that's okay. That's why we're here. But if you have a sales cycle of 30 days, like you buy something and then you sell it and you get paid in 30 days and you make your money, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just say you make 5%. You might say, well, like I can't borrow money at 10. I only make a 5% margin. Well, I'd say, no, you actually over the course of a year make 60%. So mm -hmm. if you borrow money at 12% over 12 months, you actually are still making a 48% return um, on that money. And, and a lot of times people don't get that. They just get caught up and they don't like put it into their cycle Right. Of how, you know, if they lay something out, or if they do a job, all right, if I do this, if I get this money, if I take on this job, this job will take me 30 or 60 days. Here's the margin. But if you can rinse and repeat that, you know, right. uh, six times or 12 times over the year, you have to put that into your calculation. A lot of times you wouldn't believe how often um, we have this conversation when they go, wow, I, you know, you're right. I never even, mm -hmm. I, I didn't even think to, uh, to do it like that. And, um, and I think it's really important because you could be, you can actually be walking from opportunities because you're not, you're not, uh, you're not putting it into your, your, uh, the cycle of how your business works and then the cost of capital the right way. Yeah. So true. So true. Um, you, you know, it's either, you know, breaking down that rate, you know, 
per month versus over that year or the other way, like you said, how many times can you reuse that capital and get your ROI on that? So very, very good advice there. Um, it makes everything you're saying makes me think of, and I think it was Warren Buffett who said the quote, like, be greedy in time when times, you know, people are fearful and be fearful when people are greedy. Absolutely. You know? This, this is where the deals are right now. This, this is where the deals are. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so the deals true. are out yep. there. Now is the, now is the time to, uh, to take action. Yeah. So you said a couple of, um, key things, especially you need to know your numbers. And I find that that is very often, I come from the finance industry. I did lending first, then I moved into financial advising and, and money management. So I'm very familiar with it. And I think when you're in it, it's like it's second nature to you, right? You don't even you don't think much about it. You just know. And many business owners, they don't ever get that education. Like you were saying, they're great at their craft, their trade, their business, but they don't know their numbers. And that really limits them as far as I think return on investment, lending um, opportunities, all of that. So I'm curious from your perspective, when people come to you to borrow money, do they often know their numbers? Is that something that you get involved with and in kind of helping them and educating them so they can see this path forward? Yeah, we're, we're here to help and educate. And we, we take this like advisor type of approach. Um, mm -hmm. You know, um, some of them are really great at knowing their numbers. And, you know, um, the bigger companies have CFOs and they're really dialed into this. Sure. Um, I think the typical business owner um, doesn't, you know, you know, know the numbers and they've you know, they've built their business off of gut. And, and I don't knock that, I, you know, listen, I did that at the beginning as well, too. Um, and, yeah. and, and, I, and, you know, I trust in my gut and it, it's served me really well and it still does. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, now I, I dive into, you know, my, my own numbers and I'm a little bit more strategic in the way I do things. Um, you know, I think a lot of business owners just move in its gut feel and um, they just don't take the time to to stop and do things, and and most typical small businesses don't necessarily have like a CFO or the resources, so they're just doing things you know by gut and feel and um, and, are, mm -hmm. and are busy, you know. So it, it does make time to stop and 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 to put some pencil to uh, to paper, um, you know, and 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 put a little bit of a, a plan together. Yeah. Um, what would you say is the number one kind of myth or you know limiting belief around business funding with clients? Yeah, you know it's funny. I meant to bring this up before, and, and, it, and it, mm -hmm. it, it slipped my mind when we were talking. Um, we, we've been programmed from our grandparents and parents that that money, like debt, is evil. Yeah. Like don't don't have any debt. You know, like no yep. no debt. Debt is bad. And and so. I agree with that. If, if you, you know, if you are putting things on credit cards that are luxury that you don't need, um, that aren't mm -hmm. going to make you more money and you don't have the money yeah. for it, debt is evil and it's bad and it will put you in a very bad place. If you're buying the car that you don't deserve or really can't afford and don't really need, um, then yeah, that debt can be bad. If you're buying a house that is beyond your, your means, um, debt is bad. Um, but if you're using, you know, debt in a, in, in anything, a business and in real estate and buying something, reselling it, whatever it is, you know, um, in any type of debt, if you're using debt as a tool to make you more money and in mm -hmm. your business, you should be using it for growth. You shouldn't be using it to fund, you know, losses in the beginning. You might have to mm -hmm. do that, but that should be a temporary thing, not a permanent solution. Mm -hmm. So, 
when you're using debt to fund growth, to fund making more profit, um, you know, debt, debt is a great thing. And some of the smartest, most talented, most successful businesses and entrepreneurs know how to use debt and other people's money really well. Um, and, um, you know, depending on what your business is, if you're trying to grow and just make profit, you know, if you, in order to grow, you, you can either do it organically off of cash flow, mm-hmm. and that's a very slow moving process, um, unless you have some ridiculous profit margin, um, which most businesses don't have. If, um, or you, you know, you have to sell equity in your business, you have to mm-hmm. put in your own money, um, or, or you have to borrow money, in, which is debt. So, um, debt is a great tool when you put it to work to, to make more um, and to make a profit, but. A lot of things that people, a lot of business owners don't think about too, you know, some businesses have great opportunities um, to build a, a nice multiple and have a really good exit. Um, you know, some certain businesses don't have big multiples and you really just got to focus on cash flow and profit and pulling money out. And that's okay. Yeah. But you need to know which one of those that you are. And if it is profit, then focus on profit, use that to make more profit and go make more profit. If, right. if, um, and if you use the right financing, you can do more sales and make a lot more profit if you know your numbers. If you if it's if it's a hey, I'm going to grow this thing, I get an awesome multiple, I'm going to scale the hell out of it and then have an exit. Well, then that's great. You can use a debt as a tool to get there, even if your mm-hmm. margins are thin with using debt. Your whole goal is building market share and um, right. uh, you know uh, uh, equity in your business and building up that multiple. So use debt to get there and then sell. And, um, and, and and have a, a, a better acquisition without having to give up equity and, and keeping more of the pie. Um, yeah. So I think uh, I, I think those are the you know the biggest myths is that I, I, it's so funny. I mean, I, I, we've had companies and great companies and they'll borrow money. They do something, they make money, and they're like, okay, I paid off the money. Like I'm, I'm good. You know? And you're like, no, Ooh, yeah, I'm done rinse with and that. repeat. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, like keep, what are you doing? Keep going. It worked. Why would you stop? And yeah. it, it's funny sometimes when you take a you know, risk, you get out of your comfort zone and you're like, you do it and you're like, it worked. And you're like, Oh, thank God. All right. It worked. I'm out. Like, right. you know, it's like, right. it's, it's like doing something scary. You're like, all right, I did it. I'm yes. good. I'm never doing it again. You know, but yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, that always, always really fascinated me with, with, with businesses. If it's working, I mean, God, you should want to borrow as much money as you possibly can to grow, grow the heck right. out of your business if you're, if you're doing it uh, profitably. Yeah. So true. Yeah. And it, it is funny. It's just a maybe, the, like you said, the way we were kind of groomed or how you view the debt. And it is, I mean, my biggest, most successful clients, I mean, they kind of have a boatload of debt on their businesses because it's worth it, right? Like it, it actually is a great return on their investment when they have a ton of product and, you know, they're manufacturing for a lot of different people. So if it makes sense, it makes sense. And and I love that you brought up the whole selling your company, because I often talk to people about selling their company. They want to get out, but their valuations aren't quite high enough. They're not as attractive as they want to be in this given moment. So it really does put them in the space of like, oh man, I kind of got to do this again for like, you know, four more years, six more years to get to those numbers. And really, if you looked at maybe the debt side of it, you'd have that opportunity to increase those numbers a little bit faster to get that um, purchase price that you want. Interesting. 
Um, yeah, absolutely. So it's important. I wanted to ask you about your own business because um, I always love to talk to entrepreneurs who started from their spare bedroom and <laughs> built the business from there. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. So kind of take me from that starting point. First of all, what in the world even possessed you to go, I'm going to be, <laughs> you know, the money man and lend people money and start this business. That's funny. Well, that's exactly what I wanted to be. I wanted to be the money guy. Um, uh-huh. You know, and, and, and initially, I just wanted to be the local money guy to help local businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, I came from uh, the mortgage business, and um, and a lot of my customers were self employed, and um, and I was watching them refinance their homes or use home equity line of credits to fuel their companies. Mm-hmm. A lot of them kept asking me for business loans, and I just couldn't understand why they couldn't go to their bank. You know, I'm like, well, just go to your mm-hmm. bank and get a business loan. And this is back, this is 05, 06. And, um, you know, like, well, you know, it, I don't have enough collateral or I don't show enough profit or the bank's a pain mm-hmm. in the ass or whatever it was. And um, I, I didn't get it. And like three people asked me for a business loan in one month. So I uh, literally, you know, took one of the uh, owner's applications and, or, you know, the, all their info and, yeah, I brought it to one of the banks that we worked with that had a commercial division, a big, well known bank. And, I said, oh, I've got this great business restaurant, like catering hall. They wanted to buy another catering hall. And uh, the bank laughed at me. They're like, you know, we hate restaurants. <laughs> and and uh, I said, well, they've got a great business and a great opportunity. Yeah. Like someone's got to yeah. do this. Like, can't you, can you point me in the right direction? And they sent me to this private lender, referred me to another private lender. Long story short, I found this whole world of private lending. I wound up getting mm-hmm. the deal done. I got mm-hmm. them the money they needed. They bought the business. And I watched them expand and grow, and I was just completely fascinated and really hooked, mm, and mm-hmm. and had this aha moment of like like wow like now this is in like oh five oh six there was like yeah. most of these lenders didn't have websites so if you didn't have, know them through like the good old boys club or through right. you know your attorney or accountant um, and and if your attorney account was even in that world then mm-hmm. you just never found a lot of these lenders so. Um, I said, wow, you know, I was able to take, you know, with, through some work and shopping around, I found the right lender. I got them the money they needed and, um, and, and their business grew. And I'm like, there's, there's this whole country has built on small businesses. I'm seeing all of them have the same challenge. And I came from the mortgage broker world where, um, you know, we, a, a customer would come to us. We had all the banks, um, you know, and, uh, and we would just go to the right bank and get you the best deal that was out there. And nothing existed for business lending. And I just, that made mm-hmm. no sense to me. So I'm like, wow, there's, there's, there's definitely a need for this. So I, I just went off on my own and was going to, you know, just help local businesses. And, uh, and then I went right in the 0809 requ- uh, recession, mm. the financial crisis, everything crashed. My house mm-hmm. was on the line, uh, credit cards. I mean, you know, I went into it, no credit card debt. Great credit, uh-huh. you know, money in the bank, and then went to like no money in the bank and almost right. losing my home, you know, pretty quickly. Um, and it was a scary time. I fought through it. And what happened after that was pretty amazing. And just kind of going back to what we're talking about now, this was a, one of the most effed up, scariest times of my life. Mm-hmm. And it was, and I stayed focused in a very rough time where I had everything on the line. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a business owner and you're going through that, I get it. And I, re- I truly respect that I've been there. Yeah. I, I, instead of getting wrapped up in all the bad things that were happening, I was like, wow. Well, and I always thought if bank, you know, the mortgage, you know, 
in that era, like home prices were going crazy, rates were low. And I said, well, if that changes, everyone's going to need, business owners aren't going to access from their homes. They're going to need these, you know, private lending sources, these alternative lending sources. Sure. Well, I didn't realize how spot on I was going to be, but I Mm. couldn't have been more right. And what happened after that was this um, uh, really alternative lending boom. But I was already in the middle of it, establishing and building out systems processes, uniforming uh, an application process. And and uh, and but, you know, it, it took a little bit together. That didn't just happen overnight. Um, but I fought through it and kept going. And then I realized I was onto something and I you know, moved out of my house, um, got some small space and hired the first few people and then um, just kept reinvesting and, and, and growing. And, and then, you know, here we are. This December will be 16 years um, since I moved out of the, uh, you know, since I started, and um, and uh, you know we funded over two billion dollars in, in in business loans. We've done over 27,000 transactions. We've yeah. built great tech and and made it really easy. We have over 75 lenders on the platform from SBA to term loans to lines of credit to equipment financing. Mm. But we also have a really cool culture, a great team of people. Um, and you know, we're, we're all about helping business owners grow and, you know, accessing capital and, you know, this doesn't feel like 0809, but there's definitely some remnants or like little, you know, we're, sure. we're going through another, another cycle. So there's some things that are somewhat similar, but it, it is very different. Um, but I could tell you that I started my business in the middle of one of the worst financial crises ever and was also tied to lending and financing and, um, and, and, and that, you know, um, and I use that, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't let the fear of that. I could have easily walked away. I mean, it was so hard and so challenging in the beginning. And because I stayed focused and focused on the opportunity, um, you know, you know, here we are today. And it was also some of the best lessons that I could have, uh, learned, you know, early on. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, like, wow, what a time to get into the industry. It's like, welcome. <laughs> Crash landing there. And and I mean, that truly 100%. was a time that wiped people out. I mean, there I hear stories still every day of that was the hardest time and it wiped out my business and I lost my house and all of that. So I think it's so important for people to hear what you said as far as staying focused um, and fighting through it. And what I really heard that stood out to me more than anything is the fact that because you didn't face this as like, oh my gosh, look what's happening to me, right? You didn't become this victim. You almost had this mentality of like, okay, why is this happening for me? And you were able to see that opportunity to go, if this is cutting off over here in the mortgage world and people aren't gonna be able to tap into equity, they're gonna need it for their businesses. And you just don't see possibilities like that when you get into that beat up victim scarcity mindset. hundred percent. And, and, and it was the best thing that could have happened to me. Um, mm-hmm. looking back now, I chose, um, to stay focused through that chaos and mm-hmm. it, 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 the timing actually couldn't have been better. Like actually, thank God that that happened. Like it, right. it really, it, it created this this alternative lending, you know, boom. It also mm-hmm. created a lot of opportunities in so many other um, in so many other areas, um, and the the people that were focused on it did really well. Um, someone said to me, you know, you know, you're not dying, you don't have cancer, you're, you're and you're not mm-hmm. going to jail. 
like you'll figure it out like shut up that you can't pay your credit cards like you know you you know we live in the best country in the world right like you're not going to go to jail because you can't pay your credit cards and the whole thing was is in that time in that you know 0809 that crash in dubai there was more like lamborghinis and ferraris in the airport parking lot people are fleeing the country because if you don't pay your obligations um they uh will throw you in jail until you can get caught up yeah and you know uh he and and this entrepreneur told me this and and a friend of his you know got diagnosed with, with unfortunately with cancer and he had like six months to live and he was like, dude, you don't got cancer. You're not dying. You're not going to jail. Like, it's all good. You'll figure it out. Just stay focused. You know, there, this is going to lead to a lot of opportunity. You know, in, mm-hmm. in, in, uh, in every economy, there's gold. Sometimes it's just harder to find and, you know, yeah. focus on the gold. And um, so I stayed focused and, um, and I really fought through it. Was it easy? Hell no. It was one of the hardest things mm-hmm. I've ever done. Um, but because of staying focused on the opportunity, I was able to do well and just talking through this with you, just going back to like when we first started this conversation, Angie, it really, you know, I'm seeing it now with business owners that come into, you know, coming here, they're the ones that are like, there's opportunity, we're going after it. They're, they're mm-hmm. like, they're getting after it and they're, they're doing well. And, and when things turn, they're going to do really well. Um, and, and I'll never forget like 2010, 11, 12, 13, even like 14 and 15, you know, just people I knew, you know, oh, like the good, they would just kept talking about the good old days. Yeah. You know, that we had this run back leading up to 0809 mm-hmm. and everyone's like, oh, the good old days, it'll never be like that again, blah, blah, blah. And and meanwhile, I was like, I was, I was like go, going into days that were blew away the good old days, you know? And I'm like, right, the good right. old days, like the, the good day, the good old days are right now. Like, you have the choice to re every day you can create the good old days, right? Mm-hmm. Because yesterday is a good old day, right? And today's a yep. new one. And, 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 uh, you know, I, I was recreating the good old days and some people got so stuck in the past and yeah. just got pulverized and didn't. And, and I believe that like most people, I think what really my advantage is, is I, I can get caught up to reality, like what's happening very fast. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when COVID happened and like the world shut down very quickly, I was clear headed. I wasn't freaked out and I was able to take action because I knew that shit was changing really quick and I needed to make decisions mm-hmm. quickly in order to do what I needed to, to get through that bad time where, you know, we, things were good. And then all of a sudden they weren't, but people get so caught in, I, I just want them to be the way they were yesterday. Well, guess what? They're not. And you need to fucking move now. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to get your ass kicked. And and I think from being able to like just be like, yeah, no, that's fucking over. Like now we this we have to make decisions on this. That is like that is really important to business. You can't get hold. Hell, oh, I used to sell this product and make so much money. Then my competition came in and blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not selling the product for that much anymore. You need to create a new product or figure out how to be better with selling the current one or, or pivot. Like, do, you know, you, you, you got to keep moving, you know, so. Yeah, I feel like you are totally just reliving back where you were. And I heard one, I heard your <laughs> Long Island coming out for sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
You're like, I will not get Sorry stuck for, here and be pulverized. Uh, no, nah, it was not an option. It was like, let's no. go, you know. <laughs> and I and I heard, you know, what you're talking about, what you talk to clients about all the time is you got to stay in the present moment. You can't think about what happened yesterday and miss the good old days, right? Or, or fear that they're never going to come again because all of that takes you out of that moment, which you just described was like, we're right here, right now. And what do we need to do to take action to keep moving? And so you yep. know, I was going to ask you a minute ago, like, what specific thing did you do to kind of get through that? But I think you shared it with us in a sense that it was like focusing on the here and now, you know, finding gratitude for it so you could find your opportunities. Is that what I'm hundred percent? And, and, and yeah. the biggest thing is just mindset, keeping my mindset in check. Mm-hmm. That that's been the biggest, my, you know, my mindset in check has been the biggest, you know, um, biggest part of my success, um, mm-hmm. through, you know, starting the business 0809, um, through challenges that come up along the way, unexpected things, life things that are don't even have to do with business. Um, and, uh, you know, and, um, and then, and then through COVID, it was really all, all, all mindset and putting things in perspective. You know, it was, it, through COVID, I was saying, oh, how lucky am I that I have a business to lose? People thought I was crazy, yeah. but I meant, I meant that like, like, yeah, you know what? All right, to. I'll figure it out, you know? And, yep. and, and it was, it was not fun. Um, but I, you know, I kept my mindset in check. I was, you know, exercise and meditating every single day, mm-hmm. like just putting myself into that good place and staying focused yeah. and also taking the time to think about the decisions that I was making. And, um, those things are really, uh, really important. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have to say you just named several things that of the practice that I put my clients on. I heard gratitude in there. I heard um, your values showing up, you know, what makes you feel good, the being present in your meditation. So many things that really are key components, no matter what you're in, if you stick with some of these key components, you're going to adjust your mindset. You're going to get through it. So love all that. Um, I want to do something real quick as we wrap up here. I want to ask you some rapid fire questions about lending, because I think that there are so many people who, when you don't know your numbers, you don't pursue things, you don't even ask. And so you don't know. And I think it'd be really cool if I can just ask you, you're gonna have to just fire away and answer at me, even though you're going to want to explain what I know it, but let's just (laughs) see here. Okay. So how many years do you have to be in business to probably get a loan? Uh, six to 12 months. Okay. And do you have to have a certain amount of revenue in order to even probably consider applying for a loan? You, um, if, if, if it's for your existing business, um, mm-hmm. you know, we really like to see at the very minimum 10 to $20,000 a month in gross revenue. You okay. can buy a business if you don't own one using an SBA loan and only have to put down 10%. The business you're buying needs to be profitable. Gotcha. Okay. Is there a minimum amount that people have to borrow when they want a business loan? Uh, for us, it's, it's typically 10 to 20,000 on the very, very small end. Um, okay. uh, so yeah, that, that's, that's for us. Okay. And would you say that you have to have the need for the money first, or do you think that it's also advisable for people to get a line of credit so that when the need, the opportunity comes up, it's there for them? I think if you know if you, if you can get a, a line of credit and we and we do those, um, you know, you should you should always have one of those on the sidelines because when opportunity mm-hmm. strikes, it it it's like you need the money yesterday. Um, so yeah. you definitely want to have at the very least like a lending relationship, even borrow a small amount of money, repay yeah. it just so you have like a go to financing partner. Um, yeah. But 
you know, I mean, if you're going to borrow money, you should obviously have a plan, but having a line of credit on the sidelines, super uh, important. So you can, so you can move fast. Okay. Is it painful? Does it hurt to actually just ask some questions about getting a business loan? No, not at all. I mean, we, we do that every day. Like you can call and talk to us. We have a rock star team of great people here that get business and also get all the lender guidelines. So we're happy to yep. answer your questions. And, and when you're ready, you know, you come back to us. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I love how serious you took that question though. It's supposed to be a joke, Joe, but you know, obviously I'm <laughs> through. Oh, I thought it was a real question. I oh, is it painful? I really no, this, I could do this in my, <laughs> yeah. I don't mean painful for you. I mean, painful for the person calling because I feel like again, business owners, if you don't know your numbers and it's an area unchartered waters, you know, we just don't ask enough and, you know, you don't want to be vulnerable. You don't want to know, but I just always encourage and, and not just in lending, but in any space, it's like, call people who know, ask questions. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. No, you, so. you're right with that. And, and, and I get the question now. I, I do think, yeah, most owners, I mean, listen, it's, it's an ego thing. We know, yeah. you know, we, we don't want to know that, you know, that, that some, you know, we don't want to let anyone know that we don't know about, you know, these things. Right. Um, but you know, right. listen, whatever industry, whatever industry you're in, right. Just put it this way. My business is lending, right? I know business lending. Um, I happen to know a lot about a lot of industries cause we fund lend to a lot of them. But for the sure. most part, if you're in transportation or construction or e-commerce or whatever, like, I, you know, I wouldn't know how to go move a tractor trailer or, you know, I, like, or build a house or. I, yeah. I wouldn't even know where to start, you know? So, uh, if I was going to go build my own home, I'd go get a contractor and, you know, work with them. I understand my taxes and tax return, but I use an accountant. Um, mm -hmm. just like, you know, just like if you're, if you're going to borrow money, you should be using a, you know, a good group, a good advisor that can, you know, tell you the different lending products that are out there, who's lending, who's not, you know, what the rates and terms are. And, and, and that's really, uh, you know, what we do. I love it. So you heard that, y'all. No shame. Ask questions. Um, it's how you learn. It's how you will um, understand more. So, Joe, this has been awesome. I have one more question for you. I always ask my um, guests. It's all about sharing wisdom, what we're doing here, which you've done a tremendous job of. But I want to ask you, what is the most important piece of wisdom that anyone has shared with you that you continue to use again and again? I definitely, you know, I feel like I shared a few of them, uh, you know, on, on the call today. I, I think, you know, yeah. putting in perspective mindsets, everything, um, you know, there's gold in any economy. Sometimes it's just harder mm, to find. That. I mean, that one's really helped, yep. like, you know, keep me focused and, and, and drive me. And it's been really, really mm -hmm. important. And, and even prior to COVID, there's been ups and downs coming out of, you know, the last recession. So that one really fuels me. Um, and the, the other I one I would that. just... All right. I'll leave, I'll leave it there. You, well, I, I love these nuggets. I can go all day. Let's keep going. I know. I'm like, I, I, <laughs> I sense it. I see them coming. <laughs> join, uh, join a business group. I'm a part of YPO. There's groups like EO, mm -hmm. YPO, Vistage. Um, getting yeah. around like a, a peer group of other entrepreneurs has been a game changer. Um, I did that six years ago, seven years ago now. I wish I would have done that like out of the gate. Um, it's helped me tre right. tremendously in my growth. Love it. Such a good conversation, Joe. Thanks so much for sharing your wisdom. Um, you can find Joe. He's National Business Capital. He's there for your lending needs, but just an awesome guy too. Awesome story. So thanks so much, Joe. I appreciate you sharing all your wisdom with us. Um, tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, you can uh, check out my company at nationalbusinesscapital.com and you can follow me at Grow by Joe.
Grow by Joe. And thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I hope you found your dose of wisdom for the day. And remember, just don't take it in, live the wisdom and share the wisdom. If you like this episode, give us a like below and comment. Let me know what you think. If you want to be sure to catch all the episodes of Sharing Wisdom, hit that follow button. If you want more of Angie Wisdom, you can go to AngieWisdom.com and sign up for Words of Wisdom or follow me over on YouTube and Instagram at Angie Wisdom Life Coach. Thank you.